proud to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And joining me today, a ton of people, so many people sent songs in. The topic today is B-sides. This is the Monday bonus episode, coronavirus style. Hope you guys are all doing well. I'm doing good. Everyone here is doing well. So, uh, you know, we're getting through. Hold on a second. Hi, this is Michael. I hope you're all doing great. We are doing great, Michael. Michael Shanker checking in from Germany. Hopefully he is uh, practicing his social distancing, staying inside, writing some songs, practicing. Uh, so again, this is, uh, this is uh, another Monday bonus episode. You know, it's a little willy-nilly. It's a little loosey-goosey. It's just me and uh, all the songs and audio clips that you people sent in. So uh, this is going to be fun. I'm excited to hear all these songs. I have uh, B-sides to play today myself, so I'm excited to share some of, uh, some of my favorite B-sides with you guys. And uh, this is, I, this, I don't know what other word to use. This just seems like it's going to be a massive, a massive show today. So, uh, but you need it, right? You need, you need something to do. You need something to listen to, you know, when you're in the house. You need some, you know, entertainment, some, uh, some stuff. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, a couple things before I start out. First of all, this, uh, I believe it's this Friday, there's going to be a new album released by friend of the show, Cherie Curry. It's called Boulevards of Splendor, uh, produced by Matt Sorum of Guns N' Roses fame, and uh, also The Cult and uh, Velvet Revolver. Matt has a book coming out this year, and he said he's uh, going to come on the show. So hopefully this, uh, this uh, you know, lockdown will be over so that we can get Matt Swarm on the show, because I look forward to talking to him for sure. But uh, I want to play a few songs off of, the, uh, of Cherie's album. These are all covers. These are just the ones I chose. But uh, the first one I'm going to play for you is... It's a song called Roxy Roller. And this was originally done by, what is the band? I got to look it up, I think. Nick Gilder wrote this song. He was the singer of this band, but uh, Brian Adams was also singer of the band. Sweeney Todd was the name of the band. And this song is called Roxy Roller. So let's hear a little bit of this. Foxy from the some heads tonight and flashlight dreams, peaches and cream delight. Roxy Roller, five bar job, she got bubblegum on her knee. I think that sounds great. Love the production, love her voice. It's fantastic. Uh, let's do another cover real quick. This is a cover of the Holly song. This is The Air That I Breathe. 
this is uh, going to be a digital release only for now. And uh, I'm going to play one more song for you. This one, she, uh, she remakes uh, a runaway song. So let's hear her solo take on the song Queens of Noise. So there you go. There's some new music coming out uh, this Friday. So go to your wherever digital music is sold and uh, buy this uh, Cherie Curry album. I, I think it's really good. I mean, those three songs, if you like those three songs, then you'll like this album. And if if, if you didn't like them, then uh, you can you can move along. But um, I really enjoyed uh, this album very, very much. So, uh, so thank you, Cherie, for sending that along. Uh, also, one more thing, a little, little uh, promotion stuff, little, uh, a little about you guys, a little about me. Uh, this week, this Friday, our prize will be, and I was wondering what I was going to give away this Friday, something that would um, you know, coincide with one of this week's episodes, and I couldn't really think of anything. And then today in the mail, I got four copies. I actually got five, but I'm going to keep one. Uh, I got four CD copies of the new Soul Asylum album. This will be released Friday, and uh, but I got it now. And this is perfect because the album title is Hurry Up and Wait. That's perfect because that's what we're all doing right now. Hurry Up and Wait. So these, uh, these were sent from Blue Alon Records. So thank you to them for the prizes. And again, we will have some type of a soul asylum question. And uh, to be eligible, you have to be a member of the Patreon page. So go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. And for just $2 a month, you can be eligible to win all the prizes. And uh, I think I've been giving stuff away almost every week in 2020. There might have been two weeks that I missed, maybe. Possibly three, but I don't think so. So anyway, uh, I feel it's worth your, uh, it's worth your $2. So that's it. All right. That's enough. Enough promoting. Enough, uh, enough pushing new music. Uh, I told you what the prize is. Soul Asylum. Hurry up and wait. Brand new CD. Listen to about uh, three or four songs today. It sounds fantastic. Again, I'm a big Soul Asylum fan. And uh, it, it, was, it was right on the money for me for what I like about Soul Asylum. Okay. Here we go. B-sides. Uh, I didn't really have too much criteria for this this week. You know, you know, I would have liked it to be a non-LP B-side. But, you know, I'm not going to be a tyrant about it. You know, so, um, you know, so whatever you picked, you picked. And I was fine with it. We got tons of stuff. Jeez, there's so much stuff here. Um, all right, let's kick it off with uh, the gentleman 
whose idea it was to do these episodes and uh, and include the listeners picking songs and doing these, uh, you know, your audio commentary. So uh, thank you, Jeff Frank. And let's hear what Jeff has to say. What's he going to introduce? Hey, Pat Francis and fellow Rock Solid listeners. It is Jeff Frank chiming in with another pick. And this time it is B-Sides, and my selection is U2's Fortunate Son. So this is, of course, a cover of CCR and was the B-Side to Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses, the fifth and final single off of Actun Bebe. Um, and this single was released in August of 92. And somewhat interestingly, it was included on the 12-inch single release, as well as the single and CD single release, but not on the 7-inch vinyl release, as that was limited to another cover, U2 uh, doing the Stones painted black. And then just thinking about Actoon Baby in general, which is my favorite album of all time, I was lucky enough to see the quote-unquote reinvention of U2 on the opening night of this tour in Lakeland, Florida in February of 92. And I actually was lucky enough to end up getting an MP3 of this exact show from fellow Rock Solid listener Aaron Gould, who was kind enough to send me that after we connected at the Rock Solid dinner following Sketchfest a couple years ago. So here you go, you two fortunate son. Stay frosty. Some folks are born made to wave a flag Yeah, the red, white, and blue When the band plays hail to the cheer Yeah, that ball the cannon at you It ain't me It ain't me I don't mean it, son It ain't me I'm no fortunate one Some folks born silver spoon That's a B-side and a cover. Good song. I like that. Uh, I, I owned this song. This was in my iTunes, but uh, I don't remember ever hearing it before. So uh, thank you very much, Jeff, for uh, turning my ears on to that. Much appreciated. All right. Next up is, uh, see, I want to introduce her because I want to tell you about something. So I'm going to say her name, but then for the rest of the show, I'm going to try not to do this because they introduce themselves. The people are introducing themselves. So this is Lisa Solak, and the reason I bring Lisa up is because uh, this past Friday we did like a uh, we did like a, a, a rock solid uh, Zoom hang, a hangout. Is that what you call it on Zoom? It was uh, Karen Landry set it up. So go to Twitter and track down Karen Landry and uh, follow her, and maybe you guys can do the next one. It was Karen and Lisa and me and Murray and Josh Fitzgerald and Mike Beats. Uh, Glenn K. Amo, uh, Joe Reynolds. Oh, please don't let me forget anyone. I'm trying to think. I think that was it. I think that was all of us. And uh, what we did is we played uh, We played um, Name That Tune. And Karen ran that uh, like clockwork. And it was really fun. We did it for like two hours. And we were all on Zoom. We could all see each other, goof around, joke around. Yeah, it was cool. So anyway, you know, track down Karen Landry on the uh, on the Twitter, follow her, message her, 
And uh, when we do it, I think we're going to do it again this week. So if we do, you guys can get involved. All right, let's hear what uh, what cover Lisa has, not what cover, what uh, B-side Lisa has for us today. Here we go. Hi, this is Lisa Solak from Chicagoland. My pick is a song from Peter Murphy's Secret Bees EP, released after his album, Ninth. It's called Secret. I love Peter Murphy, both as a solo artist and in Bauhaus. I've seen him so many times in concert, I actually lost count. This song is a mellower side of Peter, almost a yearning quality. I hope you like it, and if you do, perhaps you can check out some of his other music. Thank you. Have a great day. Peter Murphy. A lot of passion in that voice. Never heard that song. I like it. Good pick, Lisa. All right, next up. This is kind of crazy. The first two people to send me their songs uh, sent me the exact same song of all the artists in the world and all the B-sides in the world these two guys emailed me first with the same song. Now to add on top of that, this was the first song that I pulled into my personal B-sides list for this show. That's crazy to me. All three of us love this song. So let's hear, we're going to hear from, uh, we're going to hear the first intro and it will go into the second intro of the song and then it will go into the song. So, Let's uh, let's do this. Here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Fanatics. This is Jeff Scoble from the Motor City, and I can't believe I might actually get on three separate episodes of my favorite podcast. When I saw the topic was B-Sides, the song that immediately sprang to mind was Phil Collins, The Man with the Horn. I absolutely love this track, and I can't believe it never actually made it onto an album. This comes from my favorite era of Phil Collins, recorded during the Hello, I Must Be Going sessions, and releases a B-side on the UK single for Susudio and the US single One More Night, both from the No Jacket Required album. I'll be honest, I like Man With A Horn a lot more than either of those singles, but what are you going to do? The song is so bouncy and fun, Phil With A Horn section is something I can never get enough of. This song starts out bopping and really never lets up. It's just a blast to listen to and I get happy every time I hear it. Keep on rocking and keeping those hands clean and we'll get through this eventually. Greetings from northern New Jersey Rock Solid listeners. It's David Festini. And my choice for the fan-curated B-Sides episode is a song that I can't believe didn't make it on to one of this artist's albums. According to a little bit of internet research, and by that I mean checking Wikipedia, he claims to have had no emotional attachment to the song, which I guess makes sense for him, but it doesn't make sense to me because I just think it's really, really catchy. 
I grew up outside of Philadelphia, and WMMR, the rock station there, used to play this song all the time. Uh, it actually charted at number 38 on the mainstream rock chart in 1985. It was the B-side of the song One More Night. I'm talking about The Man with the Horn by Phil Collins. Hope you enjoy it, and thanks for letting me be a part of the show. that go on extra long because look three of us picked it so i played 30 seconds for each of us i think that's fair uh that song i i love that song i remember getting the one more night uh, uh 45 flipping it over and just i was like what the heck this is killer and then when phil was releasing his uh when he was releasing uh re-releasing the catalog remastered uh two disc uh, deluxe sets I was so psyched because I was thinking, finally, the man with the horn is going to be on a CD. And then I get No Jacket Required, the two-disc set, and I go through the song, set, the song list, the bonus tracks. It's not on there. What, what the fuck? So finally, last year, 2019, a digital release only, uh, something called Phil Collins' Other Sides, was released. And that's where the man with the horn can be found, but still no physical CD release of that, but we do have it digitally and we do have it remastered. And I just, uh, I love it so much. So thank you guys for picking that song. Uh, it was a great choice because I picked it too. So cool. All right. I'm going to play a song. Here's one of mine. My first one. This is the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones have a, a lot of uh, a lot of B-sides. And this B-side comes from the Voodoo Lounge era. I think it's a B-side of You Got Me Rockin'. And this is a song called Jump on Top of Me. I've been working so hard, I've been feeling the pain. I got the pains in my head, my legs feel lift on Peace of mind, don't you make no fuss Jump on top of me, babe 
I think that's a stellar tune. That would have fit uh, perfectly on Voodoo Lounge. I don't know what you would have taken off of Voodoo Lounge, but uh, you could have certainly added that on. Jump on top of me. Fantastic. I love it. Hope you guys like that one too. All right, back to the listeners' playlist. Who do we got coming up? All right, here we go. Hello, Pat. This is Jerry Riggs from Columbus, Ohio. The rarity song I chose today is Little Darling from my favorite band, Thin Lizzy. The song appeared on a compilation album called Remembering Part One. It never appeared on any of their original studio albums. However, it did appear on the 2007 deluxe version of Vagabonds of the Western World. Guitarist Gary Morris featured on the song during his first brief stint with the band. Thanks for choosing this topic. Hope you enjoy the song. You and your family be careful and stay safe. soon as Phil sings, you know that that is Thin Lizzy. Great choice, Jerry. I haven't heard that song in a long time. Also, I want to thank everyone for attaching the song. Uh, if I did have the song, I just used what I had in my iTunes. But uh, a lot of these I didn't have, so I appreciate uh, you guys sending it along. That helps out. Plus, I-, I might not have been able to find a lot of these because, again, some of these B-sides are, are hard to find. Difficult. All right, here's uh, this person coming up. He's won a lot of uh, rock solid prizes, and uh, people get disgruntled about that. But uh, I can't help it. The guy's lucky. Here we go. Hey, rock solid show listeners. This is uh, Michael Bagford, uh, M Bags, Mickey Bags, Jag Bag. Uh, listeners may remember that I did liner notes for an episode on Genesis. Um, there were many B sides I wanted to use particularly because they have many great B-sides. This one, I want to showcase a later period of Genesis. Uh, This was the B-side to one of my least favorite A-sides, I Can't Dance. That song really sucks. But the B-side on the shoreline is a really great song that I feel like should have been on the album. Well, I hope everyone is staying safe, and let's keep on rocking with some Genesis.
All right. What we're learning today is Phil Collins does not know how to choose uh, the tracks that should go on the album because on the shoreline that kills. I can't dance. Oh my God. I can't dance. I don't even like that song. It's like, I don't know. It's that's like a novelty song to me. I just, uh, yeah, I don't like it at all, but this on the shoreline is fantastic. Good choice. Michael Bagford or Jag bag, whatever, whatever you want to call yourself. Jag bag's good. Uh, coming up for me, I have a Sting B-side. This is from Dream of the Blue Turtles era. And it was the B-side to If You Love Somebody, Set Them Free. Now, this is not available anywhere. It was only available on the 45. So the sound quality on this isn't great. It's, uh, it's ripped from uh, YouTube to an MP3. And uh, the song's called Another Day. I love this song. Uh, you know, maybe sometimes Sting will, you know, give the catalog, a, a, you know, an overhaul and include some B-sides. But this is, a, this is a song that I think is pretty cool. This is Another Day. Got a good rhythm section on that song. They have Daryl Jones, who went on to, you know, become an unofficial member of the Stones, but he's been with the Stones, you know, for over 20 years now. Also, Omar Hakim, if I'm saying his name right, on drums. Uh, is it Branford Marsalis or Wynton Marsalis? One of the Marsalises is in this band. But Dream of the Blue Turtles, I like that album a lot. And uh, I guess this is a good, good of time as any to tell you this. Uh, the next two... Well, the next bonus mon- the the next Monday bonus episode is already it's already locked in, it's already recorded, it's already set to go. It's even uploaded. So uh so that's all I'm not going to tell you what that is. That'll be that'll be a surprise. But then the next two fan curated episodes will be and don't send me songs yet. Don't send me songs until until I tell you because uh if you do my my email will be all gummed up and crazy. I won't be able to control myself control it. I'll get confused. That's what I'm trying to say. We're going to do a Sting solo episode because Sting has a ton of albums. I love Sting. Let's see if you guys love Sting. You just, uh, same thing that we've been doing. You record an audio intro and I have all the Sting music, so you don't have to send a song, just your audio intro and tell me what song you want. So that's coming up. And I think before that one though, the next one that you guys can get involved with, we're going to do a fan-curated title fight. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to do your audio intro and you can do it, do it like an announcer if you want in this corner, blah, blah, blah. And in that corner, blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want to do, have fun with it. Have fun with it. And then you're going to send me two songs that have the same title, but they're different songs. I think Matthew Berkey said that he, he loves the title fight episode. So I assume he's going to get involved in this one. But again, you send me and you probably, you might have to send me the songs this time. Send me two songs with the same title and your, uh, and your intro. And that'll be a title fight. Listener curated title fight. But again, don't send me that, those songs either. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put it out there in a, in a week or so. And then we can start uh, getting this ready. But those are the next two episodes. So uh, I think those are going to be fun ones. Oh, and the great thing about title fight is then I will be the referee. I will decide which song is better. I'm the, I'm the last line of defense on this. All right, here we go. Let's listen to the next, uh, next intro and the next uh, B-side. Here we go. Hey, Pat. Andy down in Florida here. My B-side comes from one of my all-time favorite bands, The Posies. This was the track recorded somewhere around 93, in between their Dear 23 and Frosting on the Beater albums. And when I had the opportunity to meet the band, they said this particular track didn't quite fit right on Frosting on the Beater. However, this is the Posies at their jangly pop finest with amazing hooks and harmonies, one of my favorites from this underrated band. This track made it on a power pop compilation series called Yellow Pills, this one on Volume 2. So here's the posies with saying sorry to myself. Anything about the Posies. I certainly wouldn't know a Posies B-side. That song is fantastic. Good job. Love that. That might be, is that, is that my favorite so far? It might be my favorite. Other than that Rolling Stone song that I played. I like that one a lot. All right, this next one coming up. Christy Stratton would be all over this one. Let's do it. Here we go. Hello, Pat and Rock the listeners. This is David Nichol from Stratford, Ontario. My pick is Breakaway by The Cars, released as the B-side to Why Can't I Have You from Heartbeat City. I grew up in Victoria, B.C. and listened to KISW, a rock radio station out of Seattle. The Cars were my favorite group, and one day in January 1985, I heard this cool but unfamiliar track come on the air that sounded fantastic. I'd never heard it before, though I knew it had to be The Cars. Obviously, this was well before the internet, so thank God the DJ announced the song title and where it came from right after it played, or I would have gone crazy trying to learn how to get it. 
Shortly afterwards, I picked up the 45-inch single at A&B Sound and played the death out of it. I still love this song and often include it on my workout playlist. I think it's better than many of the tracks on Heartbeat City and is far less overplayed. I hope all you listeners enjoy it too. That's a good one. The Cars have a lot of uh, B-sides. Those have all been released now on their uh, deluxe editions of their of their albums. Those are all available. Breakaway, that's a good one. I can see why you would pick that one, David. Absolutely. All right, what do I got? Do I got one here that we can play? Oh, here's one. This is a, this is a B-side from The Babies. It's from their first album. There's the B-side to... Do I know what to... Hmm. Well, I'm not prepared. This is a B-side from their first album. It may be uh, maybe the B-side to... Uh, if you've got the time. I'll look it up. I'll look it up while it plays. Here we go. This song is called Head Above the Waves. You quit the band got a job and decided to take a wife Then you stood still and I went on And almost lost my life Though I don't want to be in your shoes And I don't want to read local news And though I know we had the same views Who's a fool? Try and keep your head Above the waves Try and tell yourself That you're safe I know you do your best To keep faith So Yeah, I think that's the B-side to If You've Got the Time. And I can't believe that was left off the album because I, I don't like the Baby's debut album that much. It has some highlights, but this definitely would have helped the album a lot, in my opinion. That's a good song. John Waite's voice sounds amazing. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, John Waite. All right, this next guy, you, you know this guy. You've heard his voice many times. You heard his voice on last week's episode. Here we go. 
Hey guys, Murray Valeriano here, the Rock Solid Podcast and the Road Stories Podcast, part of all things comedy. It's been really fun keeping up with you guys on social media during all this. So uh, if you feel so inclined, give me a follow on Twitter at Murray V or Instagram Murray V Comedy. It's been great reading the comments on these special episodes Pat's been doing. And thanks, Pat, for doing these. These are these are great. They're giving me a, a, a lot of stuff to listen to while I'm stuck in the house and can't surf. Anyway, uh, I picked my B-side today, and I did my research. I followed the rules the best I can, but I'm sure in classic Murray and Pat form, I have broken one rule, and Pat will call me out on it later. But the B-side I picked today is from my favorite band, U2, and it's called The Lady with the Spinning Head, which I love. It was... Uh, it was never released. They, they could never finish it. They, they jammed it. They demoed it. They could never finish it. And what they ended up doing was harvesting three different parts of this song. And those three different parts became The Fly, Zoo Station, and Ultraviolet Light My Way. Um, by the way, Ultraviolet Light My Way is my favorite song off Octung Baby. So when you listen to this, right out of the gate, right out of the gate of The Lady with the Spinning Head is The Fly. Then you hear Elements of Zoo Station, then it goes out on Light My Way. This uh, was a B-side to the single one, which was also harvested from the song Mysterious Ways, A Bridge in Mysterious Ways. So um, is there a lesson for us creative people to learn there? Perhaps. Maybe get out of your own way. I don't know. Oh, that's another U2 song. See? Look what I did there. Anyway, this is the lady with the spinning head. B-side of one. You two. Right, good choice, Murray. I know Murray said that that's like three songs in one, and, and the beginning is one song, the middle is one song, the end is a different song. But uh, I could only I could only choose one of those to play, so I decided just to take it from the beginning. And uh, "Lady with a Spinning Head," you can find that on the two disc deluxe edition of Octung Baby." It is on the bonus CD, so that's where you can find it. So that also means you can find it uh, on iTunes and on Amazon. All right, let's uh, let's get into another song here. Let's who do we got? Hello, Pat and Rock Solid Nation. This is Kevin Compton. You may remember me from such Rock Solid episodes as the XTC episode, and well, really, that's it—just the XTC episode. And uh, you know, at the risk of cementing my reputation as the XTC guy, um, I'm going to go ahead and share another XTC song with you. It was actually a song that I meant to play during that episode, but for one reason or another, we just never got to it, and happens to be a great B-side. Um, it was the B-side to their single, Generals and Majors. It was written by Andy Partridge, and the name of the song is Don't Lose Your Temper. And it's just... 
the the lyrics of the song are just a great play on words about rather than you know taking somebody to task or taking his girlfriend to task for being so angry it's a, an exhortation to not lose that spark to not lose that anger so here you go don't lose your temper Compton, very old friend of uh, my wife Pilar's, long time, long time friend. I shouldn't say old. That does that's not a compliment for anyone. Long time friend, and now a friend of mine. I think, right, Kevin? Um, don't lose your temper. By the way, is everyone staying cool and calm and collected as you're cooped up? It's actually very chill here at the house. You know, the kids are. Uh, I know people that have little kids. There's a lot to do. Uh, you know, our kids are 19 and 15, so everything's kind of chill. Everyone's been in a good mood, you know, it's been, it's weird to say, but it's been, it's kind of been nice. It's not been, it's, you know, it's weird to be cooped up. It's weird for me to say, oh, it's kind of nice. I mean, the circumstances with which we are cooped up are not nice, but, um, we are, we're, you know, we're getting through it, uh, cool, calm and collected so far. So that's, that's the nice part. All right. Let me move to my list. Let me see what I got. What do I got here? Here's one. This, I think this is the only B side from this band. This is the very divisive band. They invented a thing called mailboxing. Um, <laughs> We did an episode about this band, uh, Kyle and I did, with a very, very funny Wayne Fetterman. Want to have Wayne back very soon. As soon as this is all over, I'm going to figure out what Wayne and I are going to talk about. Because uh, Wayne just, he makes me laugh so much. My, my uh, Top three comedians of all time, Wayne Fetterman. But this is the Eagles. It's a B-side of Take It Easy. So this is, uh, you know, this is a really, really old song. It's It was just released uh, in 2018 as part of a massive Eagles legacy box set, which is a very pricey box set. Just, just warning you. But, uh, and I don't even know if this is available digitally, but this song is called Get You In The Mood by the Eagles. I'm sorry, not by the Eagles, by Eagles. Hey, you, it's a seagull stinkaroo. I sure wish I could get you in the mood To get yourself as crazy as me But we both know I can't even touch you, babe And still your love is getting to me, yeah I get so wasted in the city 
last girl I hit on wasn't very pretty. Ugh, I hate it. Sucks. I've been wasting all my time and pity. Rock and peace, Glenn Fry, but this song blows. Waiting for you to leave your man. I can't take it. I need you, baby. You I, think that I gotta call a moratorium on rhyming the word city and pretty. I mean, that's just, it's too much. Everyone does it. All the time. City and pretty. No. No more. Come up with a better lyric, people. All right, I'm going to move on. I got I to gotta get that. I got to get that. Uh, I was going to say taste out of my ears. Is that possible? Is that a thing? Let's listen to... Uh, this gentleman was nice enough to uh, not only record an intro, but then he tacked the song right on to, to his intro. It's just, it's all one uh, audio clip. So look at this guy. Look at this guy. Hi, Pat. My name is Alan Fisher here in Austin, Texas. Been loving your show for a long, long time. Even back in the day when there was the person who shall not be named. So <laughs> when you said you wanted some B-sides, I thought I would share you some of my favorite B-sides from my musical hero, Prince. Now, in the 80s, he was known for having some great B-sides, like Erotic City and Gotta Stop, and She's Always in My Hair. But the one I went with today is called 17 Days. It was the B-side of When Doves Cry from the album Purple Rain. And it's one of those songs I've always loved, even when I'm feeling bad, I'm feeling happy. It's always felt good. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks again for Rock Solid. It's a great show. I hope you're staying safe. Everybody, you stay safe as well. Wash your hands. And uh, peace and be wild. Bingo. 17 days. 17 long nights. Main drag is no regret. You're holding someone else tight. I want to call you. That's a great one, Alan. Thank you so much. Kind of apropos also, 17 days, because, you know, originally they wanted us to stay in for 15 days, flatten the curve, and it's been raining. It's been raining in Los Angeles, so it feels like it's been raining for 17 days. So that uh, that one's perfect. Perfect. You know what? It's so perfect. Let's just, uh, let's just stick with prints, and let's do, let's do like, let's do a double shot of prints. Here we go. Coming up. Hey, Pat, and all you rock solid listeners. Hope everyone is doing well. This is Tony Greathouse down in Alabama. I bet you could even tell that, could you? <laughs> My favorite B-side ever is Erotic City from Prince. It was on the B-side in 1984, Let's Go Crazy. I love it to this day. You can start it. At the beginning. Y'all be sweet. Goodbye. 
Thank you, Tony Greathouse. I like how he said, you all be sweet. That's nice. That's a good sentiment right now. Everybody be sweet. That uh, B-side of Let's Go Crazy, Erotic City. You can find that on the Purple Rain Deluxe Expanded Edition. All right, what do we got next? Here we go. Here's a song. Got a B-side from a, from B, uh, from a, well, I can't even talk, from a Beatle. All right, let's hear what's, what's up. Hello, Rock Solid World. It's Kurt Payne checking in from Southern California, and I am going to offer up a Paul McCartney B-side called Daytime Nighttime Suffering. This is the flip side to McCartney's hit single, Good Night Tonight from 1979, and I believe it's a case where the B-side is far, far superior to the A-side. I just love the way the melody changes throughout the song, and I think it's uh, one of McCartney's best solo efforts. It's also a song that Paul himself is quite fond of. In a number of interviews, he uh, mentions it as being one of his personal favorites. So, uh, of course, Pat can only play a little bit of it here, but I hope you'll seek it out uh, elsewhere and stream it, or you can find it on McCartney's Back to the Egg CD. Uh, I think it's also on uh, the Wingspan collection, and uh, it's just a great song. Hope you enjoy it. Daytime, nighttime suffering. Hit it, Pat. What does she get for all? Seventy-nine. Forty-one years ago? Come on, Paul. You gotta re-release Back to the Egg in London Town. You just you missed the 40th anniversary. Let's do it. I want those CDs to be re-released. What's next? What do I got next? Played that Eagles thing. I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna do a double shot here. And uh I love Bon Jovi. Oh no, I can hear pe- people are leaving. People are starting to walk away from their uh, computers and digital musical devices. No, I love Bon Jovi. He's got a couple of great B-sides. Uh, he, he has tons of B-sides. Uh, Japanese releases always have B-sides. This, the digital singles always have B-sides. And this one comes from a solo album. Not the band Bon Jovi. This was just John Bon Jovi. His second solo album, Destination Anywhere. This was the B-side to a song called Midnight in Chelsea. I'm sure you don't know that song, and that's okay. But this song, this song is called Sad Song Night. She was a little bit older. I was a little bit shy. But I knew 
had a kiss Until the lips met mine Whiskey breath and cigarettes Her spilled perfume, man That's as good as it gets That's my that's my first Bon Jovi B-side. Again, that's from 1997. Going to throw this out there to Alexi Lawless. Alexi, let me know if you like that song. Also, let me know if you like this next song. This next one comes from the year 2000. This is the band Bon Jovi. This was the B-side to It's My Life. This song is called Hush. She says, baby, I love it when she calls me baby. She says, it's 4 a.m., why don't you grab your shoes, come on over and then, baby. She drives me crazy, you know she knows she drives me crazy. When she says, let's pretend this beer champagne. this was left off the crush album because he says crush right in the song so i I don't know if you got it let me know if you like those songs i love bon jovi i think those are two good b-sides if you don't like it i don't want to hear i don't want to hear from you i don't want to know don't don't tell me all right coming up this next guy this guy was uh was on the uh the zoom hang this guy was part of the the uh name that tune i believe he won I think he beat Murray by one point. So let's uh, let's hear. Listeners, my name is Joe Reynolds. The song I'm picking is La Raza del Sol. It's a B-side to Still They Ride from Journey off of the Escape album. The Escape album was released in 81. This single came out in 82. The song La Raza del Sol was written and recorded also in 82, which I never knew. I always thought it was left off of the Escape album and never understood why, because the song is so good. Anyway, hopefully everybody enjoys. Thanks.
pick joe i've always liked that song myself it does sound like it doesn't really fit on on escape and it doesn't really f- would fit on uh frontiers but it's definitely cool i love ross valerie's bass on that and neil sean getting in touch with his santana roots a little bit on that one good stuff yeah i like that one always like that b-side oh i remember buying that b-side the single and then flipping it over. All right, this is, I think this next song that we're going to hear is not really available. I think it's a, it's a bootleg track. Well, we'll just let the guy explain. Explain yourself, sir. Hi, Pat. It's Eric from Rochester, Minnesota. I show up every few years to remind you that Bob Dylan exists. My pick for a rarity is Mama, You've Been On My Mind. This song was written in 1964 and was never released on a studio album. A very early version can be found on the officially released bootleg series, Volumes 1 through 3, but my pick is from an actual bootleg called Cowboy Angel Blues, which collects performances from a few different concerts from the Rolling Thunder Review of 1975. I know you're not a fan of live recordings, but in my opinion, Bob's studio albums are just a rough draft of how he wants the song, and he's truly at his best when he's performing his own stuff. I get that Bob's voice isn't for everyone either, but in 1975 he wasn't doing the nasal thing and hadn't yet started mumbling. Also on this track, he's duetting with Joan Baez, whose voice couldn't be more polar opposite than Bob's. Also knowing Joan and Bob's history, that she brought him out on stage in the very early days before anyone knew who he was, and here it is well over a decade later, and he's taken her out on tour with him. And this song was written after Bob and Suze, who's pictured on Bob's second album, The Freewheelin' Bob Dylan, had just broken up. But here he is singing it with Joan, with whom he had an on-again, off-again relationship over that whole time. And finally, it's just a damn catchy tune. All right. Usually I found I find bootleg recordings unlistenable, but that one's not too bad. I could listen to that one. Uh, Eric's last name, and I'm probably going to say it wrong. Don't forget when you when you uh, introduce your clip, everyone give you give your first and last name. It's uh, Eric Amundsen, A M U N D S E N Amundsen. Next time Eric uh, gives a song, a song, he'll uh, he'll let us know. Now this is interesting. He said that this was recorded during the Rolling Thunder Review Tour of 1975. My uh, wife Pilar. 
her sister Suzanne, is married to a gentleman who was Bob Dylan's tour manager during that time. And uh, he, uh, he doesn't talk too much about it. He was his tour manager for a long time. And I try to get him all the time. Of course I do. I try to get him to uh, tell me th- some things. But he says, he always tells me that his his job isn't <laughs> isn't to tell stories. His job was to uh, to manage the tour and, and make sure everything was running smoothly. So, Because I always say, you should write a book about that tour. He's like, nope, not going to do it. So, also, Eric, we will do... Bob Dylan in the 70s episode with Christine Blackburn and David Wilde. They've agreed to do it. I think Christine even sent me her songs already. As a matter of fact, I know she did. So we will be doing that as soon as we're able to uh, be in, everyone can be in a room together. We will do it. All right. Who do we got next? So this guy has uh, co-hosted the show a couple times. He's been a guest co-host. So let's hear what he's going to say. Here we go. Hey, Pat. It's Kevin Hartberger. Still hanging in here in Chicago. Hey, thanks for doing all these bonus episodes and keeping the music going. Uh, it's definitely helping uh, get through this this time of kind of being stuck inside and uh, just hearing a lot of great music and hearing all these uh, great voices from listeners has been, uh, has been a big help. So thanks for doing that. Uh, I love this topic, B-sides. Uh, immediately thought of about 10 songs that I'd want to play. Um, and I finally settled on something by Fountains of Wayne. I've uh, been on a real Adam Schlesinger kick here the last few days, ever since he passed away last week. Um, even watched That Thing You Do for the first time uh, since he wrote that song and loved it. Could be one of my favorite movies of all time. Um and Fountains of Wayne did a um, did a whole compilation record of unreleased tracks and B-sides called Out of State Plates. And there's a lot of great tunes on there. And I picked one called The Girl I Can't Forget. And I love this song because it's, it's a real throwback to 60s pop and has a real Motown feel to it and has great lyrics. Uh, Adam was a great lyricist and I love great lyrics. Um, and so he tells a kind of a story song here about having too much to drink and what happens and makes you feel a little nostalgic for, uh, the days a few weeks ago when we could still go out to bars. Um, but it's a great song and this is a great topic and I can't wait to hear what everyone else plays. So Pat, thanks again. And here is the girl I can't forget by fountains of Wayne. To an Irish bar Where I drank some beer in a plastic cup Till I had some trouble standing up And then she drove downtown to a strobeless place Where all the guys wore chains and thumping bass it Was so intense I could barely feel my face Then I think I asked her back to my place But that's all I recall And when I woke up in the hall I was alone and softly That's a killer. That's an amazingly fun song. I love it. 
You can find that on a two CD set from Fountains of Wayne called Out of State Plates. It's all the B-sides and rare tracks and covers, and it's a great collection. It's so much fun. So that was a great one, Kevin. Also in his uh, intro, Kevin said he loves great lyrics. And on Twitter, Kevin posts uh, a lyric a day, like two or three lines, four lines of uh, just, a, just a great lyric that he enjoys, means something to him, something just fun, whatever it means to him. He likes it, and that's what he does. And... um I look forward to reading those every day. So good job, Kevin. Also, uh, a lot of us are still doing the album a day. I think we're at, uh, I think we're at like 102 as of this record. So uh, thanks to all the people that are doing that. That's a great way to engage on Twitter. I think there's probably like, I don't know, 10 of us that are doing that. And I really enjoy seeing people's picks. And sometimes I, I see someone's pick and then I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that one next week. And it's just fun. So, you know, we're at Rock Solid Show, so get uh, get involved. Get involved if you want to on the Twitter. All right, what do I got next? I got an instrumental. Let me find it in my list. Here we go. Here, it's an instrumental. It's by The Pretenders. It's uh, the B-side to the song Day After Day from 1981. This was written by Martin Chambers, and this song is called In the Sticks. Instrumental. excited about that new Pretenders album because I feel like it's going to be a return to form the last album alone Chrissy did with a member of the Black Keys producing and I've said it many times it sounds like a Black Keys album with Chrissy singing and then the album before that was Break Up the Concrete which I like very much but it's uh, there's no Martin Chambers on it Jim Keltner again if I ever interview Chrissy I want to ask how how do you make that call Tell the guy he's still in the band and he'll be on the tour, but he's not going to be on the album. But uh, the new album, it's a band album. And I think it's produced by Stephen Street. I'm excited. They pushed it back, though. I don't know why they're pushing music back. We don't have to leave our houses to buy music. You can order it on, you know, all the places. It comes right into your house. Don't keep music from us. We need the music. All right, what are we going to do next? Something, what do I got here? Oh, oh, this is great. This, this one, I love it. Here we go. I'll let the guy introduce it. Because that's how the show works right now. That's how these Monday episodes work. Hello, Pat. Eric from Seattle. Hello, Rock Solid fans. Today, I'd like to offer up 
Iron Maiden's uh, Reach Out, which is a B-side to the Wasted Years 12-inch single. It came from a side project in between tours. The project was between uh, Nickel McBrain and Adrian Smith and former Samson guitar player Dave Cowell, who wrote the song. And the act was called The Entire Population of Hackney. <laughs> Dig the uh, distinctive background vocal by singer Bruce Dickinson. About as distinctive as a Michael McDonald contribution to a Yacht Rock track. This is Reach Out and Enjoy. It's guitarist Adrian Smith on lead vocal and of course Bruce Dickinson on background vocal could you imagine if Iron Maiden released a poppy sounding album like that that's incredible I mean the guitar at the beginning sounds a little uh, what this sounds exactly like Iron Maiden but then this song is this is just a this is a pop rock song so good I wish that uh, project would have produced a full album because I would uh, be all over that and Eric, uh, he didn't say his last name. It's spelled S-I-U. So is that C-U or is it, uh, is it Sue? I don't know. Next time, Eric, let us know. Let us know. Uh, also, I uh, want to jump back to Kevin Hartbarger real quick. He said, uh, thank you for doing these episodes. I want to thank all you guys for helping me do these episodes. Because if I just had to sit here and talk and, and you know, hear my own voice and to play the songs I wanted to play, you know, I need someone to bounce off of. I need someone to joke with. So, uh, again, thank you guys for, you know, participating. You guys have to, you know, you got to got to record an intro. You got to think about it. You got to, you know, pick a song this week. You had to send the song in. So, uh, you know, these episodes are, are happening, you know, because of you guys and because of me. But because of you guys, a little bit me, but um, but no, seriously, I, I really appreciate it, and this is uh, this is fun. I I'm sitting here again. I'm sitting here in my office at home, and you know I'm air drumming, I'm air guitaring, and I'm just uh, this is just like if I was sitting uh, you know downstairs and, and listening to some music. That that's what this feels like to me, except uh, I get to hear you guys talk, and then I get to, you know, I get to jibber jabber a little bit too. Let me see. What am I going to do? I'm going to move on to, uh, am I going to move on to my playlist? Yeah, I'm going to. All right. The police have amazing B-sides. 
This is one of my favorites. This is the B-side to Can't Stand Losing You. And this is a song called Dead End Job. Electrical supervisor I love it. I love the police. Every single thing the police has done, I love. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, you're saying, what about Mother? I've come around on that song. And a reminder, we do a solo sting episode coming up. You're going to help me. Unless unless no one sends any songs in, then I won't, uh, I won't be able to do it. Um... The, uh, the picture sleeve of this single, it's a, it's a guy who's hung himself and he's, uh, he's standing on uh, like a giant block of ice. And then as the ice melted, he hung himself. It's like, uh, it, you know, 1978, I, you, I don't think you would be able to release that picture sleeve nowadays. But um, yeah, so good. Dead end job. Thank you, Andy Stewart and Sting. All right, what's next? What do I got here on the list? Oh, this guy, he's he's co-hosted the show. He's our uh, resident uh, American hero. You know him. Here we go. Hello, Pat. Hello, rock solid listeners. Tom Neuerberg here, trying to get my way into another episode. Pat's looking for good B-sides. Um, you know, I've never been a big fan of B-sides or added tracks on albums uh to me whenever i hear those songs usually i listen to them and i'm like yeah there's a reason why that wasn't on the original release but i will say this uh one of my favorite bands big country man do they have some good b-sides and unreleased stuff so if any of you like them look up their uh re-released albums on itunes and you'll see these added tracks and man they are so good that being said i'm gonna suggest a different song though this is one of the more well-known B-tracks, I think, from another of my favorite bands, U2, and the song is Hallelujah, Here She Comes. This was the B-side, I believe, of the single uh, when Desire came out. So uh, give that a listen if you'd like. Everybody stay safe, and hopefully this quarantine will be over soon. See you dressed to kill. I know I can't wait until hallelujah. hallelujah. Here she comes. I see you dressed in black. I guess I'm not coming back. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Here she comes. Born and raised in the wrong 
does sound like the rattle and hum era of you too hallelujah here she comes pretty cool pretty cool i like it let's listen to uh we haven't heard from uh, not many ladies participated this week let's go i want to hear from uh one of the ladies so i'm changing the playlist up a little bit so that we can hear this this is uh this is the person that ran the Zoom edition of Name That Tune. Here we go. Hi, Pat. Hope you all are doing well and staying safe. This is Karen in Canada. As you, Pat, and Marie know, my favorite band is Blue Rodeo. I know they're mostly popular in Canada, but I hope you guys, uh, if you don't know them, will listen to them because they're great. Before they were Blue Rodeo, though, the two lead singers, Greg Keeler and Jim Cuddy, started a band in 1980 called The Hi-Fis. They released two songs that really didn't get anywhere. Uh, A couple of years ago, they did release a vinyl EP with two songs on it. And, of course, I had to buy it, and it's a collector's item of mine. I just love it. Uh, The song is called Don't Know Why You Love Me. I hope you enjoy it. some cool music I love that song I don't know why you love me fantastic good pick Karen good 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 pick alright this next gentleman I don't think we've ever heard from him before on one of these episodes so let's check him out hi Pat and rock solid people this is John Palmieri from Chicago the B-side I chose is Acquiesce by Oasis whether you like Oasis or not the early part of their career had some incredibly good B-sides Acquiesce was never on a proper studio album, but did appear as part of a collection of B-sides called The Master Plan that came out in 1998. The reason I love this song so much is because, I mean, it's a kick-ass song, but I have a personal connection to it as well. Uh, In 1996, me and my friends Eric and Brian did a road trip up the West Coast together. We flew into San Francisco from New York and drove up the coast to Seattle. In San Francisco, we went to a record store where I was thrilled to get an Oasis import collection of B-sides, which at the time was called Backbeat, since Master Plan was a couple years away from being released. I knew the song Acquiesce and loved it. So later that night, I was laying in bed in the hotel room, half falling asleep with my headphones on, and I was singing Acquiesce to myself in a quiet whisper, or at least I thought I was singing to myself. The next morning, Eric asked Brian if he was singing last night, and Brian said he wasn't, but he had heard it, heard it too. Clearly it was me, and even though I was a little embarrassed, we got a good laugh about it, and we still joke about it to this day. Well, check out the best part of this song is the way Liam and Noel trade off on the vocals. So cool. Thanks, guys. I hope that I can say the 
never heard that song before, and I love it. I gotta listen to some Oasis. I don't know why they just uh, they just missed my ear holes for some reason, but I do have a lot of it in my iTunes. People have sent it to me, or whenever I find a, if I'm at a Goodwill and I see an Oasis CD for a couple of bucks, I always pick it up and I load it into my iTunes. I just I just haven't listened to them yet, and uh, I don't know if that's indicative of of all their stuff, but I really do like that song. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one oral. All right, the next gentleman, he um instead of recording an audio file, he actually recorded, he actually made a movie. Like he pointed his phone at, you know, just like a door or a window or whatever. And then he talked, but he sent me a he sent me a, a movie file. And I couldn't uh, I couldn't convert it to just an audio file. I and I, I'm usually pretty good at that. But I, I just couldn't do it. So um, what you, I'm actually going to play this in iTunes. It's going to be a movie file. And then I'm hoping that it'll go right into the song. Uh, it should. I don't know. I sh- maybe I should have tested this beforehand. But I didn't. But here we go. Let's hear. Could be a little lag time. Hi, Pat. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. And I would like to introduce my favorite non-album B-side. When the Rolling Stones released their 1974 album, It's Only Rock and Roll, the first single was the title track, It's Only Rock and Roll. Great song, but on the B-side was a great ballad called Through the Lonely Nights. It was never released on the album, and actually didn't show up until a rarities compilation like 25 years later. So here is Through the Lonely Nights, B-side from 1974 by the Rolling Stones. favorite of mine too i do like that one another great rolling stones b-side excellent excellent all right and that worked the uh the movie clip into the audio clip that all worked what was i what was i so scared about why did i think it wouldn't work everything's good it's all fine all right who's next here's a guy who's no stranger to the show ready Hey, Rock Solid fans, this is Steve-O Dockerson, your, uh, I don't know, eighth favorite guest co-host, listener, whatever. Anyway, uh, the song I picked is from 1993, 
the Flaming Lips uh, put out the single for She Don't Use Jelly off of uh, Transmission of the Satellite Heart. And uh, the song that I'm picking is Turn It On, a bluegrass version. And by bluegrass, it's there's a banjo in it, and it's slightly faster. Uh, the sound quality on this is... I like it. I know other people are very, uh, very likely upset, but as a musician who's played in a lot of bands where you just kind of stand around, uh, dicking around on guitars and instruments and stuff, this is, it reminds me of that. And I miss it. I miss playing music with people, but I really like listening to music with people all over the world. Rock Solid fans, keep listening to music. Keep enjoying yourselves. Uh, there's a back catalog of Hobcasts that I know you probably won't listen to. That's fine. It's okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're all very thrilled to hear from me now. Anyway, uh, I've decided to fade the song in now, so you, sh- you hear, yep, you can hear it going on right behind me. I'm talking over it. And uh, yeah, enjoy this, or don't. Uh, it won't be going on too long. Uh, I love you. Goodbye. version thank you steve thank you steve good job good job so hobcast that's steve-o's podcast i don't know if he's recording new episodes but like he said there is a back catalog of old episodes i assume if you google hobcast that is how you will find it all right steve-o's helped out uh you know with the show too he's done some of the uh Stings that we play, you know, the fun stuff. He's co-hosted. He's a good friend of the show, good friend of mine. So someone uh, wanted to know if I was going to do any Asia B-sides. And uh, they wanted me to do, I think, the song uh, Daylight. And I said, I'm I'm not going to do that one, but I am going to do, I'm going to do an Asia B-side because I love Asia, love it all. Have all the albums, all the John Wetton albums. I got all the John Payne albums. If they record an album with Bumblefoot, I'll buy that one. I have the first two albums signed by Palmer, Howe, and Downs. John Wetton, Rock and Peace, would not sign. But uh, I love Asia. They have great B-sides, including the B-side to Heat of the Moment. Now, the first Asia album... Unless I'm gonna, uh, unless I'm gonna get it wrong, it only has nine songs on it. Let me check it. I'm gonna check it. Yes, it's got nine songs on it, and then it has this B side from Heat of the Moment, which I feel is so great that it should have been on the album. You know, ten songs, people, five and five. I mean, right? 
How could they leave this off? Song is called Ride Easy. Here we go. That good withery prog rock bullshit. doesn't fit right in with the original Asia album, the debut. That doesn't sully that album up if you add that track. That album is 44 minutes long, and then if you add that track, it's 49 minutes. Is that the problem? Could they not put 49 minutes of music on a, an album back then? One of you vinyl people, you gotta tell me. I need to know. I need to know why that song wasn't given the love it deserved, why it was relegated to B-side status. I don't get it. All right, what's up next? Oh, this person has chosen a song by a band that uh, many people refer to as a lo-fi band. A couple of you have sent me a bunch of their CDs and I have not listened yet. And they have a ton of albums. They, they, they could release up to uh, three albums in a year. Very prolific. Let's, uh, let's hear some intro for the song that will be played. Hey, Lane Hewitt here. I'm a listener of the Rocks. Holy crap. This guy's got some pipes. I got to start that. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to start it all over again. Hold on. Hold the phone. Hey, Lane Hewitt here. I'm a listener of the Rock Solid Podcast, and I host my own podcast, Melody Motel. My favorite B-side is Color of My Blade by Guided by Voices. This is the B-side to the 1995 Motor Away single. The reason why it's my favorite is because it rocks, it's heavy, it's melodic, it has a great hook, and it has a really cool song title. It sounds like it could be a fantasy novel or a Blue Oyster Cult song title or something. Color of My Blade. Enjoy. Even as we speak, I 
Some lo-fi goodness. Color of my blade. Good pick. Lane Hewitt. God, Lane's pipes are strong. Of course he hosts his own podcast. What else can he do? He has to. It's, uh, you know, that guy's got the voice. I'm embarrassed by the voice that I'm throwing out over the airwaves to you people right now. All right, we have uh, we have listeners from uh, all over the world, which uh, is uh, is delightful. I love it, and I'm amazed by it. it still, uh, it still amazes me. I record this here, Woodland Hills, California, and Monday, people everywhere can hear it, including this gentleman. Pat Francis, it's Darren here, listening to Rock Solid all the way here in sunny Australia. The first thing I thought of when you mentioned B-Sides was a song from Bon Jovi. Yes. The song in mind is Edge of a Broken Heart. It was a B-Side for the single from 1994, Always, and I could not believe how good the song was, and it just goes to show how good the album is, Slippery When Wet, when a song like this gets left off. I did read... It was put on a movie soundtrack, Disorderlies, I think it was, and basically from there, forgotten about. Goes to show how John, Richie, and Desmond were on a roll to throw this song to the side. Maybe there were enough ballads and mid-tempo songs on Slippery. The Edge of a Broken Heart is easily up there in my favourite Bon Jovi songs. I didn't want to stop it. I don't even want to fade it down. That's prime 1986 Bon Jovi. I can't believe that was left off of Slippery When Wet. I mean, I love Slippery When Wet, but there's a couple songs on there that I would replace with this one. Off the top of my head, Social Disease. Take that off. Put this on. Edge of a Broken Heart. So good. Thank you, Darren. Last name Dodd. Darren Dodd. From, uh, from Down Under. Let's keep going with the uh, international theme. Let's hear another uh, song from one of our international listeners. Hi, Pat. 
Hi all listeners of Roxfather. This is Edward Johansson calling from Norway. Uh, this is my first time adding some content uh, after being a loyal <laughs> loyal listener and a patron for several years. Uh, B-sides. The Beatles have the, the greatest B-sides of all time. Starting from uh, Thank You Girl through Revolution, Rain, Strawberry Fields Forever... Uh, and uh, several others, but uh, these those songs were usually released on um, the U.S. albums. So I thought I would pick someone else, and I went with uh, a band called Marillion, which I think you haven't played too much of, uh, Pat. But um, this band has a great song called um, Sympathy. Um, this is a cover song from a band called Rare Bird, uh, also from the UK. Uh, they released a song in 1970. Um, it was from Meridian, released as a single in 1998, but also as a B-side, so I hope it's okay. Please play this from around 45 seconds. Um... And please stay safe and uh, keep some, have some sympathy. I know you have, all music lovers have. Love you. Now when you climb into your bed tonight And when you lock and bolt the door Just think of those out in the cold and dark Cause there's not enough love to go around No, there's not enough love to go around And sympathy is what we need, my friends And sympathy is what we need and sympathy is what we need my friends cause there's not enough love to go around no there's not enough love to go around now Excellent choice, Roar J. Johansson. Excellent choice. Thank you so much. I uh, I started it way before your cue point because I wanted to hear that that quiet part and then just build into the uh, into the, the the bombast. That's what I wanted. So I hope that's okay. But I did play uh, I did play more of it because I did that. So. All right, thank you so much. And Roar has been uh, a Patreon supporter, and he's been a listener for a long time. He's even won, uh, I think he's won a couple prizes, and I've sent them in, in internationally. I've sent them. That's right. 
Okay, this next guy, you've heard him on the show before. He's uh claims to be a doctor, he's not a doctor. Doctor Dr. West Anthony, he's 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 a doctor, but he's not a doctor. So let's hear what uh and he's got two clips here. I think uh I think we're going to hear an original version, and then we're going to hear what he'll tell you. He's got some stuff to say. Peter Buck of REM once wrote, No matter how lavish that packaging, no matter the attention to detail, a forty-five is still essentially a piece of crap usually purchased by teenagers. This is why musicians feel free to put just about anything on the B-side. Nobody will listen to it anyway, so why not have some fun? You can clear the closet of failed experiments, badly written songs drunken jokes, and occasionally a worthwhile song that doesn't fit the feel of an album. Wise words indeed. Which is why it's kind of a shame that I didn't pick a song from this band. Instead, I picked a B-side from one of my favorite supergroups, the Traveling Wilburys. And it's a B-side that has kind of a weird, lengthy history. That goes like this. Jeff Lynne, being a huge Del Shannon fan, led the band in a cover of Shannon's legendary hit Runaway, a song that is remembered, among other things, for its freaky keyboard solo, which was played on the original recording by musician and co-writer Max Crook on a keyboard he had created himself, called a Musitron. Sadly, the Wilburys did not have access to a Musitron when they recorded their cover in 1990, and so they had to settle for a solo on guitar and harmonica, which was not that great. You can hear this original version on the B-side of their 1990 single, She's My Baby. Some years later, the entire Traveling Wilburys catalog went out of print, because the recording industry is run by a bunch of dummies. But in 2007, their works were reissued, and Jeff Lynne took this opportunity to remix the song and include a solo on an actual Musitron, which he had acquired from eBay. And so, 17 years after its original release, the Traveling Wilburys B-side Runaway is available as its creators intended. Totally worth the wait. So this is the original. There's the aforementioned guitar solo. This was going to be some harmonica soon. So that's the original Runaway cover by the Traveling Wilburys. Now we're going to jump into the remixed version right now.
right, West Anthony teaching us something. We're learning tonight. Telling us that uh, that minutia that uh, only us musical nerds love to hear. Runaway. I, I did not know that story. Did not know it. I know it now. But before he opened his mouth, maybe he is a doctor. He might be the doctor of rock. All right, I love Thin Lizzy. I've been listening to tons of Thin Lizzy this week. I don't know why. I get in a kick and I just go. Listen to just a bunch of stuff. And I was listening to their album, Chinatown. It was one of my uh, albums for the album a day. It's so good. It is such a good album. And I think it's overlooked. Uh, I just, that's how I feel. But this B-side was the B-side to Killer on the Loose. And this song is called Don't Play Around. Tell you she was lucky with what she got But what she got was not enough She played around, don't play around I tried to tell her he was not so dumb I tried to warn her there was something wrong She wouldn't listen, she continued on To play around, don't play around If you give your love to someone and someone treats you bad either Scott Gorham or Snowy White. Now this is another one of those cases that makes me angry. The Chinatown album only has nine tracks. We couldn't have had ten? No way we could have ten songs. The original album's 41 minutes. You throw that song on. 44 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. You can find that song on the two-CD deluxe edition of Thin Lizzy's Chinatown. If you can still find it, it might be uh, that might be out of print and hard to find currently. That's what I'm telling you. All right, this next gentleman, he's gonna he co-hosted an episode with me that has yet to drop. It's not going to drop still for a couple of weeks, and uh, you've actually heard him on um, a previous uh, fan curated show. I forget if it was. Uh, if it was the Van Halen or the Rolling Stones, it's all running together. But uh, you're going to hear him uh, co-host. He was in L.A. with his wife. We had a good time. And here's his B-side. Hi, Pat. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. The B-side I chose is Weezer's cover of Toto's 1982 hit, Rosanna. I found this song as the B-side to Africa, which Weezer released on a Record Store Day Black Friday single in 2018. The picture disc single itself was actually shaped like Africa. Rosanna didn't make it onto the full Teal album of covers that Weezer released in 2019, but in my opinion, it definitely should have. My guess is that they didn't want two total covers on the same album, but Rosanna is better than their Billie Jean cover any day. Hope everybody is staying healthy. Take care. Since she went away 
It's a B-side and it's a cover. Two things for the price of one. Very nice. The CD, uh, the CD single of this, or the artwork for the single, is very cool. It's uh, it's a takeoff on the Toto Four cover, but it's got uh, you know the Weezer W with the uh, Van Halen style wings and, and a sword. It's it's really cool. So uh, bravo, bravo Weezer. Very nice. All right, let's hear, uh, let's, now this, this woman I've never met before. I don't even remember if I've ever talked to her before, but she's, uh, she's the wife of someone we've already heard. And, um, let's hear what she has to say. Let's hear, hear what she picked. I'm excited. Hey, Rock Salad listeners. This is April and I am the wife of Steve O'Dockerson. <laughs> who I believe said that he was the eighth favorite guest host. Yeah, Yeah, something like that of Rock Solid. Um, So uh, as I'm recording this, uh, we're on day two of overcast weather in what is usually sunny St. Petersburg, Florida. And one of my favorite gloomy day songs is a song from U2. It's a B-side from the If God Will Send His Angels single, and it's called Two Shots of Happy, One Shot of Sad. I'm going to preface this by saying that if you're a U2 fan, I know you hate the pop album. It's not my favorite, but I like it. And you're missing out on this track if you haven't heard it. Um, So anyway, the song was written as a tribute to Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. And um, the reason I like it is it's wonderfully dramatic in a way that's uncharacteristic of U2's regular catalog. Um, And as a vocal music nerd, I can tell you that this was recorded right around when Um, when Bono's voice started to decline from smoking and drinking and his vocal performance on this track is just perfect. It's a little bit raspy, but it's warm and lingering. Um, the, the lyrics are pretty sad bastard, but that's what you want when it's a cloudy day. Go ahead and take a listen. Surrounded, we always found an escape. Drove me to drink, but hey, that's not all bad. Two shots of happy, one shot of sad. Guess I've been greedy. Sounds like a Bond theme. My life, greedy with my children, my lovers, my wife, greedy for the good things. Well as the bad Two shots of happy One shot of sad Wow, that is uh, a lot of U2 B-sides today. Tons. People are digging the U2 B-sides. 
All right, coming up. Oh, this is I I can read the band name and I know that this thing is going to rock. So let's do this right now. Hey Pat, it's Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, my song today is a cover of the Humble Pie song 30 Days in the Hole. It's by the Canadian hard rock heavy metal band Kickaxe. Uh, this was on their 1984 release Vices, but only on the cassette as a bonus track. So it's, I don't even think it's available on Spotify or anything right now. Um, and it seemed appropriate since we're all on lockdown for 30 days or so. Hope you like it. See ya. Kickaxe. I don't know if I know any Kickaxe music. I know the name. I've seen the albums when I was a kid, but I don't think I've ever heard the actual music. That was great. Thank you, Craig. Craig Trumbly. Good going. What do we got next? What do we? Oh, okay. This is this is a, this is another guy who uh, was on the Zoom hangout with us the other day. He. He did not fare as well as everybody else. I'm sorry, Glenn, Glenn K. Amo. I have to tell people that uh, that uh, it was fun hanging with you, but uh, you, you got to step up the game next time you play. And please continue to play because I like to put uh, voice to face. Also, Glenn has made uh, many a Facebook artwork for us. So funny guy, talented guy, and. His song is one that uh, Christy Stratton would also very much enjoy, and Kyle would not enjoy it. Hi, it's Glenn K. Amo from Moncton again. I know this Dire Straits song from the Twistin' by the Pool EP, but it was also released as the B-side for the single Private Investigations. It's a fun, jazzy tune about a couple of annoying fans pestering the band backstage for some free stuff. For the band that played Sultans of Swing... It's maybe the swingingest song they ever recorded. From 1982, it's Dire Straits with badges, posters, stickers, and t-shirts. Me and my mate, we think you're great. Some we like and some we hate. I know him, I've seen him on the adverts. Got any badges, posters, stickers, or t-shirts? You were bloody great last time you come I thought the head was stuck in bass drum Bloody loud, me bloody head hurts Got 
any badges, posters, stickers, and t-shirts. Yeah. So how do you get a start in showbiz? My mate's as good on drums as he is. My mate thinks I'm bloody cracked. Can you sign my jacket on the back? Well, them badges made of plastic. I love the lyrics to this because I've heard, I've heard all kinds of fans of bands say this exact same stuff when I've been uh, trying to get autographs. And it is, uh, it's embarrassing. But uh, when Mark Knopfler puts those into a, into a song, so funny, so ridiculous. Oh my God, people. And I know, you, you know, you're nervous when you're meeting people sometimes. So you're, uh, you know. But uh, the things that come out of people's mouths sometimes, it's like, oh my God, dude, be quiet. It's always dudes too. Never, it's never, it's never women. It's always dudes that say the stupid stuff. All right, I'm going to jump in here. Do I got another B-side? I think I got a couple more. What do I got here? What do I got here? Mm-hmm. Oh, this song. This song kills me. This is uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. This was the B-side to the Like a Rock single. And this song also appeared in the movie About Last Night. And you weren't able to get it digitally until a couple years ago, Seeger released the two-disc greatest hits. But this song wasn't on it unless you bought this song, or unless you bought that two-disc set at Walmart. Then this was the bonus track. So you can bet I seeked uh, I see, seeked out. Is that, does that make sense? That's the version that I bought because I love this song. It's a great song. And again, I don't even need to say it. This should have just been on the Like a Rock album. But it wasn't. But this is, uh, this is great. From 1986, Living Inside My Heart. When the sun came up this morning And she smiled her smile for me I felt it for the first time Something deep inside of me So you can take your midnight rambling boys And you can keep your winding road Living inside my heart now Living inside Oh, there's an easiness about her There's a softness in her way But she gets me through the hard times We get closer every day I know I'll never be alone now, boy Gotta do that Bob Seger episode. I keep promising it with Lisa Goich. Songs are picked. We just need to get together and do it. Lisa's from Detroit, so she will... uh she will let you know how much love she has for Mr. Bob Seeger. 
and how much he means to the Detroit uh, area. Great stuff. All right, I told you this episode was going to be massive, and we've got tons more stuff. So let's go right now to... This guy gives me a lot of hassle sometimes on uh, on the Twitter, but we're friends. It's all in good fun, and I like him. He's a, he's a good guy. Here we go. Hey, everyone. This is David A. Gutierrez, executive producer of Pod Dylan, an occasional guest on the random episode of Rock Solid. I uh, wanted to present to you the B-side, Stealin'. Uh, this was a B-side off Queen's Breakthrough single that was taken from their album the miracle from 1989 uh, stealing is a jam session kind of a rarity in queen's catalog um, they don't really they're, well they're not a jam band really uh, and they uh, typically didn't release these sort of things but with the exception of this and something like soul brother um or any of the, the live album uh sort of freestyling sessions this is this remains a kind of an oddity like i said uh it's about it was a, a lot longer in its inception about four minutes longer but was edited down to the to uh, about four minutes um this features a 12 string guitar which is not something queen was using a lot during this era during their uh, synth drum machine era toward the end of their of their career as a group but it's got a lot of freddie vocals on it and uh, everybody knows freddie mercury is the greatest pop vocalist of all time. Uh, so Queen's stealing. Hope you guys are keeping safe. And um, yeah, take care. Always sounds great. Let me tell you something. We recorded, uh, we did two Big Queen episodes on this show. David Ace co-hosted one of those. It was the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody show. That's when me and David and Kyle, we went and we saw the, the, the Queen movie and we came right home and we discussed it immediately, right after. And that episode is at number four on our most downloaded episode of all time. That's pretty impressive, but it's not as impressive as this next gentleman, Mr. Dave Hansen. Dave and his brother Ron co-hosted our other Queen episode, and that is still, or is currently, our number one most downloaded episode of all time, followed, uh, followed by uh, Radiohead. But Queen, Queen, is, uh, Queen is ahead of Radiohead by about uh, three or 4,000 downloads right now. So long live Queen. 
Uh, Dave also coined the uh, the awkward phrase, uh, break, down, break the whole world down, I think is what he said, which uh, he might have caused this coronavirus by uttering those words. But this is Dave. He's got a song for us. Let's hear it. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid. This is Dave Hansen in Madison, Wisconsin, staying safe here. Hope you all are as well. Probably remember me from the Queen episode I did with my brother Ron, or of All About That Bass with Mike Siegel, or uh, what do we do, a cover songs episode with just me and Pat. But would have been easy to go with a Queen song here. I love I Go Crazy, Hang On In There, probably my two favorite B-sides from Queen. But I chose to go with the band of the darkness. Give them a little love. Uh, they had a. They continuously put up B sides with their singles. You know, still do to this day. But from the Permission to Land album, you know, some of the best they did. The best of me making out, or you know, two great ones. But on the Growing on Me single, the single that came out just before I can't believe anything called love. Um, there were, were two B-sides on that uh, CD single, but it, it was uh, How Dare You Call This Love, and then the one I'm choosing, which is Bareback. It's a rare, you know, very rare for them to do an instrumental. All guitars, you know, two guitar, attack, bass, drums, and that's it. They love to uh, kick off shows with this. It's just great riff, great solos. It's just a burner. But uh, make sure you're breaking down the world out there. Oh, Dave. But not actually outside. Stay inside. Break down the world quietly, safely. Stay away from people. Wash your hands. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks, Pat. Dave, you were right. That is a burner. Holy balls. Fantastic. The song's called Bareback by The Darkness. Excellent, excellent instrumental. All right. Are you guys ready for more <laughs> U2? We got more. We got another one. U2 wins the day. Here we go. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zandt. The song I've picked for the B-Side episode comes from one of my all-time favorite bands, U2. The song is called Room at the Heartbreak Hotel, and it's a B-Side to the Angel of Harlem single, which is from the Rattle and Hum album. U2 were influenced by uh, a lot of different American styles of music in the mid to late 80s, and I think it really shows on this song. There's a lot of great dynamics and a lot of different layers to this song that give it a fullness that uh, really appeals to me. The song kind of starts out nice and quiet, 
And then not too long into the song, you get hit with a big chord from the edge. The vocals and lyrics from Bono have a rawness and a desperation to them. They have great harmonies, uh, Bono and the Edge, during the pre-chorus. And then the song changes rhythm at a minute and 49 with Adam's bass line. It adds a groove to the song. Then at 2 minutes and 19 seconds, the female vocals that come in at that point, in my opinion, are reminiscent of Gimme Shelter, um, which is one of my favorite Rolling Stones songs. And then as the song goes on, at around 2.56, something that I picked up on very early when I first heard this song, and and I still continue to love this moment uh, when I hear the song, is the sound of Edge's fingers sliding on the strings as he's getting ready to hit another big chord. And from that moment on, there's still another two and a half minutes left to go in this song, and it's just uh, layer upon layer of, of great stuff. It's choruses, it's harmonies, it's the, the band, and even a subtle guitar solo that's found in there. It's, it's not real prominent, but if you listen close, it's there. So, hope you all enjoy this. Love the show, Pat. And here's A Room at the Heartbreak Hotel. Hotel, you too. Excellent. Good choice, Michael Van Zandt. Oh, I burped. I'm sorry. Not professional. Uh, shout out to Daryl Asher, who is doing all the Facebook artwork for these Monday bonus episodes. So don't want to forget that. It just popped in my head, so I got to do it. Next up, I don't think he has uh, contributed to one of these episodes yet, but he's. Uh, I've, I've met him a couple times. He's been at the Rock Solid studio. He's been here at the house for the first annual Rock Solid barbecue. Not sure if the second annual one is going to happen. Scheduled for the end of May. Don't know. I don't know. I'm not canceling it yet, but I just don't know. So here is, uh, he'll introduce himself. Hey there, Pat and everybody at Rock Solid. This is Aaron calling in, longtime listener, third time caller. I'm here today with one of my favorite B-sides of all time, Killing of a Flashboy by Suede. Now, I don't actually have a favorite band because my answer changes just about every day, but Suede would probably be a top contender for the slot. 
They've also been a band that's always been very B-side heavy. They would put out about two to four B-sides per single, about four to five singles per album. Up until digital music pretty much did away with physical singles. And in high school, when I started to get into them, I was trying to collect everything that I could. And of course, these are UK singles where they split them up into two discs and each disc has unique B-sides. And so trying to get them all, this would cost me about $13 per disc up at uh, Mammoth Music in Anchorage, Alaska. And that's pretty much where all of my money went whenever I could scrounge together some allowance or something from a part-time job. Now, Killing of a Flash Boy is the B-side to We Are the Pigs off of Suede's high-watermark second album, Dogman Star. It's a fan favorite. It became a live staple. And uh, a lot of fans actually think it was a mistake to keep this song off the album, something that Brett Anderson came to agree with. And in fact, you could compile all of the B-sides for each of Suede's uh, albums and make an album that actually uh, rivals the official release. They've never really skimped on the B-sides. The B-sides are really top-notch songs. And this is a good example. It's great, uh, great glam rock riffs combined with the, you know, suede mainstays of kind of bored youth culture, intonations of sex and violence and a lot of drug youth use. There's a some gender bending implied in the title and the lyrics as well. Uh, it's great stuff. I hope everybody likes it. So here it is Killing of a Flash Boy by Suede. That was Aaron, but he didn't say his last name, so I will say it. That's Aaron Lowe. Aaron Lowe. Not to be confused with Aaron Kahn, who hosts the Albums Uncovered podcast. Aaron takes a deep dive each week into one of his favorite albums, and uh, you learn a lot. So let's do a double shot of Aaron's then. We had Aaron Lowe, and now let's hear from uh, Aaron Kahn. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners, Aaron here, and I've decided to participate in this bonus episode of Rock Solid on B-sides and rarities. The song I've picked here is by Pink Floyd, and it's a song called Vegetable Man, which was recorded in 1967. Written by Sid Barrett, the song was in consideration as the band's follow-up single to See Emily Play, and it was also in consideration to be on the band's second album, A Source of All Secrets. Now, from what's been said, it was set to be the band's next single. However, the song wasn't chosen, and the song that was chosen in its place was a song called Apples and Oranges, which has nothing to do with the Richard Dawson song that I played on the Artist Never Played episode a couple weeks ago, and it didn't end up on a source of all secrets either, leaving the song unreleased. 
According to manager Peter Jenner, Roger Waters thought the song was too dark, although the band did play it live once on the BBC in late 1967. The song would end up being bootlegged for many years, to the point where bands such as the Soft Boys and the Jesus and Mary Chain recorded their own cover versions of Vegetable Man. Finally, in 2016, the song was officially released in a huge 33-disc box set entitled The Early Years a set that covered the band's work prior to Dark Side of the Moon. Luckily, we live in a time where we can purchase songs individually, which is what I ended up doing, purchasing this song from iTunes. What I like about this song is its bizarre nature. Sid Barrett's songs had a special charm to them, in that they could be childlike, experimental, or nonsensical. Apparently, Sid wrote the song just moments before he was about to go over to the studio to record material with Pink Floyd, and he was required to present a song. So he came up with this song almost on the spot and just wrote it about the clothes that he was wearing at that time, randomly throwing in the phrase vegetable man into the song. So it's really a nonsensical song. And I also like the song because it has a kind of proto-punk rock feel to it, but it's very psychedelic. So from Pink Floyd, this is Vegetable Man. Vegetable Man. Sometimes I hear a Pink Floyd song, and I know it's Pink Floyd, and then sometimes I hear Vegetable Man, and I think, who, what group is that? Pink Floyd. Sid Barrett. Good job, Aaron. Uh, now, it wouldn't be a rock-solid episode if I didn't try to wedge some cheap trick in here somewhere. So let's go with... A non-LP B-side released at the time of their one-on-one album. This was the B-side to, I believe it was the B-side to If You Want My Love, You Got It. This was produced by Roy Thomas Baker. It's a loud and noisy song, and it's called All I Really, uh, All I really Want.
It's a fun one. And it's my favorite band. So I had to play it. Had to do it. Had to be done. Had to be done. All right. Next up, going to go back to our listeners playlist. What do we got cooking here? Oh, here's a gentleman that has never participated in an episode before. So let's listen to this. Hey, Pat, this is Thomas Smith with a Y from Mainz, Germany. When you brought up great B-sides, I immediately thought of my favorite band, Placebo, an indie UK-based outfit. One of their best songs, in my opinion, never featured on any of their regular albums, but was a B-side from Nancy Boy, the fourth single released early 97 from their eponymous debut. This song has a scrappy post-punk vibe that really typifies the band's early sound. It features singer Brian Molko sounding suitably pissed off and bitchy, which fits perfectly with a song titled Slacker Bitch, one word. Play it from the top, play through the explosive chorus, and play it loud. favorite ones from this episode that I've never heard before. Slacker Bitch from Placebo. Excellent. Thomas, I don't know if there are other music is like that, but uh, email me and let me know. Where should I start? What album should I buy? That's great. Put that in your, uh, your treadmill tunes. All right. Up next, we're going to hear this. Uh, I call him a kid. He sounds young. That's why I called him a kid. But, uh, he, uh, he had a song featured last time, and he's uh, getting in here again. Here we go. This is Colton Lillico from Vancouver, Canada. Thank you for having me back on the show. And I'm excited to be talking about a rare B-side. For my choice, I wanted to pick a song that very few people know about. It was released in 1974, two years after the breakup of Creedence Clearwater Revival. John Fogarty had just released a fantastic country album called The Blue Ridge Rangers, but this song, however, isn't on that album. In fact, its only official release is on this 7-inch single. So apologies for the poor sound quality, but if anyone out there knows John Fogarty, please tell him to release a remastered version of this track, because I love it. This is the B-side to John Fogarty's You Don't Know Me, a great lost tune called Back in the hills.
Colton. That is a good song. See, this is what's fun about B-Sides. Even today, Colton is still looking for a proper digital release on CD or downloadable, uh, whatever, of that song. And that's, you're always on the hunt when you, uh, when you love B-Sides. You're always looking for them. You want to you wanna find these songs. And I did a little digging, and I did find that in 2004, there was a tribute album called John Fogarty Wrote a Song for Everyone. And a band called Screaming Thunders did a version of this song. So let's hear a little bit of uh, Screaming Thunders, Back in the Hills. like that cold but you probably knew about it i'm sure you did i'm sure you're always searching for that song and, and you come across that so uh maybe you own it maybe you bought it if you didn't now you can all right i have one more from my personal list it's uh back with the rolling stones it's the b-side to a song called out of tears which is a great song and this song is called i'm gonna drive Like it. Love the stones. Really love the stones. All right, what do we got? This is going to be, this is the last song from the listeners list. Let me make sure I didn't miss anyone. I've been uh, going in order here. God, if I miss someone, if I ever miss someone, please let me know and I'll, I'll play it the next time. Uh, this is from one of our artists. You can follow him on Twitter at Overkill Art, Kyle Hildreth. He does a bunch of the rock solid artwork for us. And he participated last time. And he's participating this time. And here we go. Hey, Pat, this is old Kyle, Kyle Hildreth out east. And my selection for the B Sides episode would be Carry Me Home by ACDC. Now, ACDC put this out uh, March 21st, 1977. 
as a B-side to Dog Eat Dog, a song off of the Left There Be Rock album. And it really didn't see the light of day until their 2009 release, Backtracks. It was a big box set, came with an amplifier built in. It was crazy. But th- that being said, the song is awesome. Uh, I chose this song because it's one that you don't hear a lot. And I think that was done on purpose because it's based on Bon and probably one of his stories of drinking way too much or a bunch of them put together probably. And it's such a good song though. It's got that ACDC stomp, that kind of, you know, that sound that you're used to hearing a lot of their songs. Not a lot of boogie, but a lot of stomp. And Bon does such a dramatic performance in singing it. It really stands out as one of their I think one of their better songs, even though you don't hear it. And you don't hear about it because it's about drinking and Bond died because he was drinking. So I think they kind of pushed it back, even though it was a B-side. But it- So here you go, Carry Me Home by ACDC. Kyle, you're right. That definitely has the stomp. That's the unmistakable Bon Scott vocals. That guy had uh, a very distinctive voice. Love ACDC. Love Brian Jones. Love Bon Scott. I think that's one of the bands when they uh, replaced their lead singer. I think both lead singers were welcome with... uh, Well, not both. What I want to say is when they replaced their original lead singer... I, I feel like uh, Brian Johnson was welcomed with open arms by uh, by the fans. You know, no one's ever like, you don't hear a lot of that, uh, who do you like better, Bon or Brian? Everyone just seems to say, yeah, it's ACDC, I like them both. Which is cool. And uh, Brian couldn't help it that Bon died. It's not like when you replace like a singer that's still alive, that's when people get all pissy, I think. Van Halen and Journey and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, all right, look. This is our Monday bonus episode. Kind of a long one, so I hope this gives you um, gives you some entertainment for your Monday, some extra extra content for you. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys participating. Remember, Friday, we're going to give away four copies of the brand new Soul Asylum CD called Hurry Up and Wait. Also, Friday, if you want to check out Boulevards of Splendor, by Cherie Curry. Please do that. And uh, Thursday's episode is with Kyle. It's Kyle and Marissa's wedding playlist. So you're going to hear Kyle. You're also going to hear his uh, lovely wife, Marissa. So that's what you have to look forward to on Thursday. Everyone have a safe and healthy and happy week. 
And here's what I'm going to play out with. Earlier, we heard from a gentleman named Darren Dodd from Australia. He played the Bon Jovi song, Edge of a Broken Heart. And last week, he sent me one of his own songs. It's called, Could I Make You Love Me? And he didn't, he didn't send it to me and ask me to play it. He just, he had played a, he had chosen a Van Halen song and he just wanted me to hear the song because he said, oh, I do some guitar tapping uh, in the song and it's, uh, you know, I tried to, you know, make it sound like Van Halen and, uh, and I really enjoyed the song. So I told him, hey, do you mind if I play the song in its entirety to close out uh, the B-Sides episode? And he, he said, no, please do. So we're going to hear Darren Dodd with I Could Make You Love Me. And again, follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. Go to Facebook, go to iTunes, write us a nice review. But number one, stay inside, wash your hands, hug your family. And uh, that's it. Here we go. I Could Make You Love Me.